0: Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach. I'm here with Laura. Man, it's the holidays. We have not gotten a lot of recording time in November and December, um, but so we, we catch up quite a bit in this episode, cover a few things that we're learning before we get to one of my top five therapy recommendation intervention things that couples tell me this works the best. You get one of those today. I'm not even get two. But I want to wish you happy all the things. Happy Christmas, happy New Year, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa happy, whatever you're celebrating. I hope you're celebrating something that looks like peace and joy. If you happen to celebrate with Hallmark Christmas movies, I've got a recommendation for you. It's called Ghosts of Christmas Always. It's absolutely bonkers. I know there's all kinds of problems with Hallmark Christmas movies, um, but if you're looking for one experience that will blow your mind, check it out. For now, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around.
1: I'm a little out of breath, so I'm kind of worried...
0: (laughs) Well, after I had my surgery, I didn't work out very much at all. I wasn't yeah. allowed. And so I just started back and I, I t- I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm walking up the stairs and I'm A like, little
1: winded. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Wait, what stairs? You don't have stairs in your home?
0: My office. Your office.
1: Oh, that's right. I have
0: stairs in my home. I have two. Okay.
1: By the way, if you hear the jingle bells, because you can't see us, um, Zach is wearing a hat that is giving me some issues. Like I... I'm feeling some dissonance I know, right? right now. Some
0: I love wearing this you hat. You do?
1: I don't love it. So what he's wearing is um, a Santa hat. So a traditional Santa hat would have white fur around the forehead. It would be red on top with some kind of lovely velvety situation and then a white ball. Anything that's supposed to be white is black and it's just rubbing me the wrong way, I have to say. Yeah,
0: it's a red and black Santa yeah, hat.
1: I don't love it. It's yeah. grinchy.
0: No, it's. Yeah. What is it? It's perfect. What is it? It's not grinchy. It's jolly.
1: It is not jolly. It's the opposite <laughs> of jolly. And then the balls that you hear. Jingle bells. I have on. Oh. I'm going to take this off for the viewers that watch our YouTube video or whatever clip might go on social mm-hmm. media. Isn't that cute? They're little yeah. elf ears. Oh, there we go. I'll push them out. You did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I tell you something? Hi, really, I miss you. I yeah, know, I, I miss, miss see, you
0: we, too. November's been kind of crazy. We, have, we haven't we have talked to each other much. We've kind of done these weird interviews and they've mm-hmm. timed out briefly. I did a couple by myself and then we were, you know, so now this is like the first time that we're sort of back on schedule.
1: Uh-huh. It's weird how much I think I enjoy spending time
0: with you. Oh, I. <laughs> it's like almost a half compliment. <laughs> we're almost there. I had a client in my office and she literally was something, she said something like, I think I'm ready to maybe start Preparing to probably give it a shot if I think of you know uh-huh. like she had so many disclaimers right, about right. how hard she was willing to work on her marriage
1: uh-huh. she was she was almost there. Yeah. any compliment that I give you has like the um
0: three disclaimers
1: exactly, yeah, yeah, so I have to tell you about this, and I really want some suggestions of how it should okay. go, so I'm gonna put okay. this out there info at marriage therapy radio um, Is that our email address?
0: I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. don't check the email address. I just check the Instagram. Yeah, which is blowing up. Oh. By the way, we have three thousand Instagram followers now. Wow! I, I know. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a lot. Okay. I mean, it's not a lot, a lot, but it's like it's like three thousand.
1: We've had several. It's million a few thousand downloads. So I kind of feel like maybe yeah. we should 2 million, 2 million downloads. So yeah. maybe we yeah. should get more people. <laughs> to follow the Instagram page yeah. because then you'll get to see us like actually visually you'll get to yeah, see the Grinch hat and the Elf I'm hat and Smidge who's here today. Hi Smidge. Hi. Okay. Here's what I'm excited about and I need some suggestions. Go. Um, we, my mother-in-law Judy Heck, who I like to mention on the podcast from time to time. Yeah. She loves you. She thinks you. I'm hilarious. And that's right. I was waiting for that. Uh, she is the president of the Cascade School of Music. The Cascade School of Music does amazing things in the community and they do music lessons across the board, but they offer a lot of scholarships to kids. So we have a fundraiser gala coming up. I was sitting at dinner last night and Holden said, mom, I have something that I'd like to add to my bucket list. I was like, what is that? He said, I would like to dine in the dark. I was like, oh, he saw it on a magic mm-hmm. show. Yeah. where they dine in the dark. And I ran with it. And I Pitch heard. black. Pitch, back. Yeah. Pitch black. Yeah. Pitch black. Because I mean, the yeah. idea is at least that you take away a sensation and it heightens another sensation, right? You take sure. away your yep. visual, your, your vision and suddenly the food tastes better. And we came up with a really cool auction item for the gala, which is coming up on Sunday that I'm going to sponsor. So I'll hire a chef I will be the MC of the evening and we will come to your home. So the chef will come to your home and the server will come to the home and I will come to your home. And for a group of six, we will dine in the dark and do wine pairings. And mm. I wanted to ask you, because we had this huge debate last night, I said, wouldn't it be fun if we played with all the senses? So you played with like music, maybe we had some fun music going, maybe some smells some temperature changes and Holden was excited about like, let's bring humidifiers and we'll make it like a rainforest and all this fun Mm -hmm. stuff. And Ryan was dead set. He said, no, it needs to be pitch black, no music. Like you have to deprive all of the senses so you can focus on just your palate. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that?
0: I feel like the, the event as I have understood it is exactly that it's pitch black, right? It is. Yes. It is designed to make it awkward and confusing and challenging to and so if you're gonna stimulate other places, maybe you diminish the power of that would be my first thought. Okay. Um, not that your idea is bad. I think it just it wouldn't be the same thing. It would be a different thing.
1: Okay. I'm excited because it'll be for three couples and I'm going to create sort of a couple experience. Like I want it to be an experience, not just with the food and the beverage, but also Mm -hmm. what is it like to be sitting next to people that you are not able to see. And what is mm-hmm. that experience? So I'm just really excited to host this event. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm also hoping that we raise a ton of money. But if anybody has any suggestions, please, 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 if you've heard of this before, if you've gone to one, I would, we're going to test it out on ourselves first. And I'll have somebody just make a meal for us. But I would, maybe we'll do it when you're in town. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. fun,
0: huh? Oh, when I'm in town. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah,
1: that would be kind of fun so uh
0: send me your
1: suggestions sure yeah yeah people they'll sign up for it and 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 it'll be an auction item but if you want to donate to the cascade school of music by the way this episode's been sponsored by them
0: which is pretty Mm -hmm. great it's actually sponsored by rocket money but yeah (laughs) um okay have you been watching the world cup how's that going no
1: i have not I have not. Um, I don't know. Remember when
0: I used to work for you and you got mad at me for watching the world cup in my office? I
1: don't remember that at all. Actually, (laughs) I don't have a mad mad bone in my body. That's true. Mm.
0: Um, that's what I've been doing with my last few weeks.
1: What are we talking about today for our listeners?
0: Um, I want to talk about something specific that will be of help to them.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. we got there pretty quickly. That's we, great news. We've been
0: bouncing around. Uh, we've been talking about the Enneagram. Did you listen to the puzzle episode, by the way? It was amazing. No. I,
1: mm-hmm. I'm not in the episode, so I didn't listen to it.
0: Well, you're not in the episode because you were like, nope, you do that one by yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. It's true because I said, I don't see, I don't understand the connection.
0: Well, then you should listen and you then, and then will I'll understand get the connection. The connection. All right. yeah okay fine. I thought it was fantastic and AJ Jacobs who I interviewed was could not have been more delightful
1: what is so, AJ's what's his deal
0: well he writes books okay and he wrote he wrote the book called the year of living biblically mm-hmm. so he's mm-hmm. the guy who for one year he he obeyed every single rule in the Bible
1: okay that's intriguing to me
0: yeah that, and we talked about that briefly. Literally, his my most brain recent book,
1: went first to if you if you sin, you cut your hand off.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. But he he said, you know, he 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 didn't shave his beard because you're not supposed to shave your beard. He didn't wear clothes that had two different kinds of fabrics. He stoned adulterers. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I, Sorry. he said, I used pebbles, but I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. So. Okay. But his most recent book is about puzzles, and he um he we talked about how working on and working through puzzles is kind of like working on and working through relationship challenges so
1: okay you anyway, made the connection
0: I, of course i, I did i will listen today during my workout Gout i you. promise you i'll put okay. it on 2.0 speed though and then we did the um we did the enneagram episode that was kind of fun yeah. do you think about that oh
1: okay so this is we have to catch folks up so we did the enneagram yeah. episode then Zach With and i took, Morgan
0: Cron, yeah, yep
1: we took the test
0: yeah. Or a test. As though we were the couple. We took the, the, the Enneagram for couples test mm-hmm. as though we were the couple. As, yeah. And
1: I didn't really read the suggestions because I didn't care because I'm not really in partnership with you. But I was interested.
0: Well, it's not really a couple's tool. It's it's not really a couple's tool. It's a tool for each of you to get a sense of where you are. Right. And then how those two styles interact with each other. It's not a relationship management. Yeah. Here's suggestions for your love life kind of thing. It's more like here's how the dynamic exists. So. If you're going to take it, you could take it with a business partner. Mm -hmm. You could take it with uh, your, your Your kid and yourself. You could take it with your partner, your lover. Mm -hmm. You could take it with your neighbor. If you guys are working on the holiday party or something, (laughs) you know, like. Uh,
1: But the interesting part is that you thought you were a what? A nine?
0: I know I'm an eight.
1: Oh, you know, you're an eight, but it said that you were a. A six. A six, which is what?
0: Six is like the loyalist. I have a lot of qualities of the six for sure. Uh Um, And like Ian said, in the episode, we sort of all are all of them and these tools, they're really powerful. This one was really, really good. I liked it a lot. It, it, I think if I had answered a few questions differently, I might've ended up somewhere else, but hmm. um, and maybe you too, you speculated that you might be a three and, and you it, got a seven, Yeah,
1: which is what you um, told me I was all along was a seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I didn't tell you, I think as we talked about it, it kind of emerged and that's the way I think it ought to happen. Okay. You ought to just be talking about it and kind of going, Oh, well maybe this and maybe that. And then, hmm. but ultimately you get to decide mm-hmm. you don't like really get to decide, but it's up to you to decide, not some tool to tell you. Hmm. Um, but anyway, we got what, 24 page report, 28 yeah, page report about all the different, uh, strengths and challenges that we're mm-hmm. going to have. And I, um, yeah, I appreciated it. I, I thought there was a lot of interesting insight. I, I skimmed most of it, but Ooh. I was like, yep. What yep, was the yep,
1: website yep. that you got this off of?
0: Oh, it's the IEQ9 tool. Oh, it was his you can get tool. Through, yeah. Through the, through Ian's website, which is ianmorgancron.com. Yeah.
1: It was really neat. It took me, I did it on my phone. It took maybe about 30 minutes. It yep. was a lot of questions that was, mm-hmm. but it was pretty easy to answer. And I really like the way that this was designed because generally what it will do is w- the feedback I get from a lot of people whenever they take a questionnaire is, it's all or nothing. And I find mm-hmm. myself very pretty much binary. so in the middle. It's very binary. This started off with, rank these statements in level of truth for you. So I Mm -hmm. resonate really well with this statement, kind of with this one, this one the least. And so it has you rank it and it just did powerful things for my, my brain. And I think it would really resonate with a lot of people who don't enjoy the binary. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed taking it. I don't, now I'm really curious about my husband and Mm -hmm. uh, because I care a little bit more about him than I do
0: about you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Do you tell him that you miss him?
1: Yes, I
0: tell I him miss you. often. I miss you.
1: Oh, I have to tell you another thing. Like we said, we're probably not going to get to any content, but
0: <laughs> Although we do have a very I think I have a very specific thing that's going to be helpful today.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm really excited because we have a tool that we have been using in our house and it is mm. so phenomenal in helping the our relationship. Are you ready for okay. this? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Alexa, she's not in my room, so she can't hear me. Amazon's Alexa. She, she can't hear you, mm-hmm. you in your office cause you mm-hmm. have headphones on.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, don't start talking. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't say
1: a word, Alexa. Sh- You're not allowed no in this conversation. <laughs> um, there's she's this listening. screen. It kind of looks a little bit like a picture frame and mm-hmm. you can put it up in your house. I don't remember how much it was, but we got a screaming deal on one of the Amazon, you know, Black mm-hmm. Friday situations. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of the things that we started doing is at the beginning of the day, we have a ritual in the morning because we wake up super early. Ryan gets back from the gym. I get my cup of coffee. We sit down and I do a mental load breakdown of here's everything that is inside of me. One of the things that I learned from a book recently is that women carry a ton of mental load. When you talk about like the, what you do in the household, there's the actual physical taking out of the garbage. Or like the fixing of dinner. But then there's all of this cognitive load that you take on. And the book is really pretty, I would say, imbalanced. But it talks a lot about how women take on this cognitive load. So rather than getting resentful, uh, we sit down. We do a big mental dump of everything that's going on in my head that is taking up space that I want my husband to be a part of. So I feel like it's not just my load to carry. And we put it on, an, on the Alexa app and it pops up as a to-do on this actual like screen in our kitchen. And then there's also a sticky note feature. Mm. I've told you guys about the sticky note feature before where every morning I go and I type in a love note to my husband that goes up on a sticky note on the screen in our kitchen so that we have two mm. things going, right? It's a really cool tool. Two things going at the same time. There's also shopping lists, but there's a lot of ways to make this device work for you. And we, I've just been playing with it, but I love the sticky note thing. Because you asked me, do you tell your husband that you miss him? Every single day, I'm writing a new sticky note about appreciations and adoration. And he really loves reading it. And I love that my son can see it too. Are you Googling it I right now?
0: It. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Oh,
1: cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. I don't even know how far into this episode we are without getting to any, real I was content. checking, I was
0: checking fantasy football because I wanted gotcha. to tell you that we, you and I have both officially been eliminated from the playoffs. Mm.
1: Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. We knew that was happening, but I'm kind of surprised yeah. you didn't do so hot.
0: Well, I lost this last week.
1: Okay. What was it To sp-
0: you. Oh, to me? You're not even paying attention.
1: I didn't play you last week, did I?
0: Yeah, you did. Mm, neato. You beat me twice this season.
1: <laughs> and you beat- <laughs>
0: By not paying attention. Yep.
1: I didn't even realize this, that we were playing each other.
0: I know this is, this is the thing you had players on your bench that did not play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on your, in your game that did not play. Um, Whoops. okay.
1: I feel like really suck.
0: maybe we caught up on all the stuff. I'm not quite sure there was like one other major thing I wanted to talk to you about, but I forget what it is.
1: Save it but for the next episode.
0: I want to talk about, um, this is something I feel like, yes, we've been all over the place last month or so. And I really want to have something that people can use, maybe especially during the holidays, because I have like a, like a top five. Do you have like a top five things in your practice that you're like, these five things are my go-to things that I tell couples that, that work. Like they, if they get this part right, then this, like, or rather maybe you put it this way, people come back to you and go, this really helped.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This really helped. Sure. Like I probably can name the five things that people most commonly say. This was this was the best thing I got. Hold from on, can therapy. we do
1: that real fast? Because I I wanna take a moment and actually think about what those five things would be and compare our list because I'm curious if they'd actually be similar.
0: Do you want me to make the Jeopardy music? Like do
1: No, do, we just do, we do, like do. pause. Jason okay. cuts it out. Okay, pause, and I'm gonna write this down. You write yours down.
0: Okay, I already wrote mine, yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Maybe this is a good spot for the ad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Uh, it used to be called Truebill. And listen, I we've talked about Rocket Money before. I went, I got the app for myself. My favorite part for sure was the subscription cancellation, but then I learned about all the other stuff that was going on there, and um, I recommended it for both of my daughters who are both looking for some kind of way to hold in their hand a tangible understanding of what their money's up to. That's why I'm using Rocket Money. Again, they're formerly known as Truebill, and I want to tell you a little bit about the app. It shows you all of your subscriptions in one place, and it cancels for you whatever you don't still want. I found a couple of subscriptions I didn't even know I had because they were redundant services. You might find out you're being double charged for stuff. There's a cancel feature, so all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest in terms of the subscriptions that you're not using. Um, But it has budgeting features. It was really cool. Go ahead and get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money. Go to rocketmoney.com slash marriage therapy. Seriously, it could save you hundreds of dollars per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash marriage therapy. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now. At rocketmoney.com slash marriage therapy. Happy all the things from Marriage Therapy Radio and Rocket Money.
1: And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So, what happened was I wrote down my five. Uh, Zach said, Oh, I'm not really sure what my five are. And then we. No,
0: that's not what I said. I said, I wrote them down in my office. Okay. And I don't have a pen here, but I'm going to try and remember them. Okay. Because I only want to talk about one today anyway. All right. What are your five? What are your five? (laughs)
1: I have rituals of connection. Okay. That's really important. Repair, okay. yeah. validation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: intimate connection, and play. Okay. Those are my five. Okay.
0: Okay. Those are good. I think those are all super duper broad, which is great. I think those are all really great categories. Great. I mean, um,
1: hopefully, because we've talked about them on the podcast. Like that yeah. shouldn't be new yeah. information for people.
0: Yeah. What are yours? I'm talking about when people go, Oh yeah, when you told us to do that, that really changed things. That really helped us. And so for example, one of them is um particularly when couples are talking about struggling with intimacy mm-hmm. and sex, specifically sex, I, I offer, and I, every, almost hundred percent of the time I think I've told every single couple this, why don't we try something like this? Why don't we try sleeping naked on Wednesdays? Great. And so what that does is it checks off two of the boxes. You know, this thing we talked about habit stacking one time where it's like, mm-hmm. it's not about going to the gym. It's about putting your tennis shoes on. Yeah. Right. Like if you're, if you're like, I can't go to the gym, I can't go to the gym. I can't go to the gym. Yeah. Get up, put on your tennis shoes. Uh-huh. Now you've done the first thing. Now you need to do the second. thing. That's so when I propose staffing, sleep naked on Wednesdays, close
1: enough, close enough.
0: Yeah, but when I say sleep naked on Wednesdays, it's exactly that. If people who are going to have a sex life, yeah, they need to be naked and prone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Prone. That is a that is laying down.
1: That's a word that describes that's- laying down, prone.
0: Yes, honey. Yes. It's a word that describes. It's
1: fine. I had a really like (laughs) sketchy childhood education and
0: I'm anyway, but my point is if you're going to have sex, you got to be naked and laying down. So if it's this area of struggle for you, let's just say sleep naked on Wednesdays. We're going to take out initiation. We're going to take out orgasm. We're going to take out performance. We're going to take out expectation. All we're going to do is check those first two boxes. Yeah. People come back and they're like, Oh my gosh. That was the most amazing thing. Thank you so much. Cause it like, was more, was you easy. were
1: more likely for it to lead to intimacy because you had checked the box. Like you're more likely to work out if you put your workout clothes on first thing in the morning. Exactly. You're exactly. okay. I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm so
1: Googling prone now.
0: I got a bunch, of, I got a bunch of this. but let's talk about the one that, uh, and I'll talk about all of them. I'll talk about all of them in detail in the future, but let's talk about the one that I want to talk about in detail today, which is really about learning how to take a break learning how to specifically stop or halt um, things when they escalate. Couples who are going to make any progress at all have to be able to say, let's stop. Let's stop this right now, Mm -hmm. particularly in conflict. Mm -hmm. Let's just take a break. I've talked a lot about, in fact, one of our first episodes was about all the lessons I learned in parachuting about how like when you parachute, it's like really loud and you're falling out of the sky and you got to pull your ripcord. Mm -hmm. Pulling the ripcord is the, is the catalyst for slowing things down. Right. Literally like not hurling your body against the earth, but also like once you do that, you can look around, you can make wise choices, all that stuff. And so I wanted to take today to talk about that, taking a break, responsible break taking, Mm -hmm. and all of the ways that that is, um, hard for couples and what can create some resistance for that. But then also like very specific strategies for, um, how to do that, particularly if you're going into a season that is maybe fraught with a lot of extra energy and a lot of extra emotion, a lot of extra people. Mm. How do you do this? So
1: I'm glad we're talking about this actually, because I have my book club and the book that we read is called anchored by Deb Dana. And it talks about polyvagal theory, which is something that I've kind of mentioned Mm -hmm. a little bit, but polyvagal theory essentially is having the ability to tune into something that is automatic and automatic response in your body and make mm-hmm. wise choices based on understanding what's happening. And so you're talking about this moment where you're flying through the air and mm-hmm. uh, feeling out of control. That would be your mm-hmm. body saying you are experiencing perceived danger. You feel out of control. And mm-hmm. s- we were taught anyway, I've got some more thoughts on this because I would like to change the way that I generally teach this to couples mm-hmm. that is based on what Dr. Gottman has talked about, which is responsible break taking where you go away from each other. I actually mm-hmm. think that there is value in staying together and being able mm. to manage the chaos together. Yeah. But that's different from what we have learned. So I want to kind of navigate this. I also think we should warn folks at the very beginning that we didn't get to this topic till minute 22. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Let me tell you about the, let let me tell you about the couple that did this the very best. I tell this story to every couple in my practice. You've definitely heard it before, but I'm going to say it on the podcast. I had a couple in my practice. They were in their late twenties. They had gone to the university of Washington together where they were both in the uh, fraternity sorority scene. They drank a lot. They were big fans of football. Um, They met at a Super Bowl party. They went to Husky games all the time. They tailgated. They watched Seahawks games religiously together. Um, but when they would drink, they would rage and, you know, she might stand too close to somebody for 11 seconds or something at the uh, football game. And then that night there would be this massive blowout. And they did this several times a week. They understood that alcohol was a problem and that that was something that they needed to deal with. Um, but separately they had this consistent pattern of enraging each other and escalating very quickly and outside of their functional adult and literally without any like real cognitive awareness of what was going on, there was nothing relational about what was happening. Okay. And it's the best example because whether it's falling out of an airplane or being in a kind of in a drunken rage, this state that I'm this break taking I'm talking about comes when one or both of you feels out of control or like, like you're in danger mm-hmm. and not even in any real danger, but you feel like you're it's in perceived. danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> we talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. They came in one Monday. It was a Monday. And they said, Zach, you'll never believe what we did. They had gone to uh, Joanne's Fabrics, which is a craft store here in town. And uh, because they had a baby shower or something that they were responsible for, and they bought themselves crafts and they sat in front of the Seahawks game and they made for themselves little yellow penalty flags, like referees carry in a football field. And they put them all around their house. And their contract with one another was that if at any time either one of them felt like it was too escalated, they would throw the flag mm-hmm. just like not at the other person, but just up in the air like a referee does. And then they would stop. They would just stop. They had a lot to learn about what to do next, mm-hmm. but the reason that they were so good at this was a couple of reasons. One was they were vigorously committed to that rule that they established for themselves. They understood how important it was for them to interrupt the negative pattern. Mm
1: -hmm. The second
0: part was that they, they came up with it themselves. So you and I, we can spend a whole lot of time going, I think you should, mm, you know, make a timeout signal with your hands or use this, you know, say, Hey, I need a break or something. And that might not work, particularly if you don't have access to the relational part of your brain. Like if you're drunk, you don't have access to the relational part. You can't say, Hey, babe, I think this is going wrong and maybe we're escalating too much and we should probably take a break and let me get you a cup of water. That's Mm -hmm. not going to happen in that moment, Mm -hmm. but you can do this instinctive thing where you sort of go break, you know? And I think that, I mean, I've got a dozen examples of that, but this couple, I tell the story every single time because I want people to have a vision for how do we uniquely protect our relationship Mm -hmm. from this other thing they had an easy label called alcohol or immaturity would be another one, but it could be trauma. It could be, um, you know, uh, work life balance it could be work stress or whatever. And I just really proud of them. And they they had a lot, like I said, they had a lot to learn about what came next, but this was, I, I just feel like this is a thing that it's almost like skill number one. Okay. If you're struggling, particularly in conflict, you have to learn how to take a break and respect that break for one another.
1: I agree with you. And the thing that I find really interesting is they had a pretty clear understanding that when they threw the flag, that that was not negotiable, which is where no. a lot yeah. of couples fall apart is we agree yeah. in the office, right? We're going to take a break. Yes. Everybody in agreement of when that break needs to be taken. Yep. Yes. It's when one or both of us feel flooded. Great. They yep. go home and one person says, I we need to take a break. Like, I just can't yeah. do this right now. Yeah. Then that becomes a negotiation. You don't get mm-hmm. to, we're not taking a break. You just had your say. You got to say all the things that you wanted to mm-hmm. say, which might've been critical and painful for me to sit through. And now you expect me to shut my mouth and walk away. Mm-hmm. Hell no. And that's where I find a lot of people fall apart is the break is not negotiable. And for some reason, these two had an agreement. We, we are grounded in football. We understand the rules of the game and the rules of the game are, if you throw a flag, you have to abide by what the referee has said, or else you get thrown out. And I don't want to get thrown out of the game.
0: Yeah. Or we back up just a little bit. I mean, their agreement too, was they wouldn't throw the flag when they felt a little bit uncomfortable. Okay. It wasn't like when I'm just kind of annoyed. They threw the flag when they knew that it was dangerous. Mm-hmm. This, um, when I often will talk also about couples who are into kinky sex where they tie each other up, whips and chains and all sure. that stuff, they usually have a, safe word. um, a safe mm-hmm. word built in. Mm-hmm. And again, the contract, because we're into risky sex is, is I don't use this word when I'm just sort of kind of troubled right. or kind of bothered. Right. Like there's a little bit of an agreement that we, we are dialing up mm-hmm. the pain threshold. And so they protect it. It's sacred. When they use the word though, we stop.
1: Yeah, immediately.
0: We turn on the lights, I bring you a glass of water, I untie you, uh-huh. whatever, like it's uh-huh. not. Leave
1: some yeah. Because
0: to not do that is assault. Right.
1: Mm. Right, if if
0: if we have a safe word and I use a safe word and then you keep you keep going, right. that's assault, especially in that setting. Yeah. And it's not all that different, particularly again, if you have this sacred agreement where you say, hey, we're going to do this, but but the agreement has to include, we're not going to do it just to get out of a thing where right. I'm going to say all my stuff right. and then I'm going to use this like Trump card that I have. Exactly. That's kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Like we have, it has to be on behalf of the relationship um, and a tool that we use. And if it doesn't work one time or two times, mm-hmm. like you gotta, you gotta get another one. Get another one. Yeah. The first time they throw the yellow flag and one of them keeps going, the yellow flag, no longer. I mean, they might have one little grace negotiation, but it really does need to be this sacred thing.
1: Can I, can I explain something that I have been going through in a bit of a switch? Because it, it it takes a step away from what Gottman Method teaches, which is we throw the flag and then the two of us leave each other's site for at least 20 minutes. And yeah, the, that's the
0: prescription. That's right? the that's prescription.
1: And the reason why we leave each other's site for 20 minutes is so that you can regulate. You can get yourself mm-hmm. back to... Basically, physiological baseline. So you go and you yeah. do some self-soothing activity. Here's the thing that I'm playing with, which is this idea of co-regulation. That let's just say, mm. for example, you throw the flag because you are redlining. You There is some mm-hmm. sense of discomfort inside of you that has caused you to go into fight or flight. And right now, all you want to do is curl up into a little ball and you want to flee the situation. You want to leave the house, whatever. So you throw the flag and I go... Oh, wow. I had no idea that you were so worked up about this. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I check in with myself and I say, you know what? I'm not flooded, but I believe that you are. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference is rather than me leaving your side and you going and self-soothing and me giving you that space, I might say something like, what can I do for you right now? Like Mm -hmm. I'm feeling grounded. I feel calm. I feel collected. And I'm really... You know, like I'm concerned that you just escalated. Something must have made you feel really unsafe in that situation. How can I help you to feel more comfortable right now? That's the difference that I'm working on with couples is if one of you still identifies as being ventral, which means that you're feeling safe and connected and you are not at all escalated, but your partner is. I think that there is real value in teaching partners how to comfort each other in those situations opposed to leaving each other's side and saying, we have to deal with this by ourselves. I think that is something that is built into our demographic as Americans is we do it on ourselves. It's all about independence. And mm. at, our, at our personhood, we're pack animals. And I don't think that that's a natural tendency to do is to go and regulate by yourself. If your partner is feeling cool, calm and collected, why not regulate with them? So that's, that's the piece.
0: Yeah. I would, I would would actually love to pay attention to that in my own body and in myself. Like, I don't know if I could pull that off right now. Like, um, particularly if a partner is flooded, you can't, I don't know. I think that's a really good question. And I I think obviously if we can do anything together, that's amazing. Um, but, but I think we have to get the physiology under control first, for sure. Um, and if somebody's flooded, I guess it probably depends individually on whether or not they're ready or wanting or willing to let somebody else soothe them in that moment. You know, mm-hmm. um, I know I don't want that. I want you to leave me the F alone mm-hmm. and I will be back when I'm ready. Okay. You know?
1: It's Which individual is another, for for every yeah, person. I yeah. think it is very individual of what is actually self-soothing and for some people leaving their partner Who might be cool, calm, and collected, and going out and having to manage this by themselves is actually more escalating because of abandonment, Mm. because of attachment Mm -hmm. issues, whatever it might be.
0: Sure. Well, and it it brings me back to the other piece, which is that that if you guys are if you you guys out there (laughs) in marriage therapy radio land, if you guys are going to learn to take a break, you have to come back. Um, The number one problem that I often hear about when I'm trying to get people to take a break or stop is yeah, but we never come back when right. never, he never comes back or we never get back to the thing. Yeah. And that has to be part of the deal. You can't just throw the yellow flag and be like, okay, I guess I'm going to go to bed and then we're going to go to work tomorrow. And we're never going to revisit this. And that doesn't mean you have to beat it to death. It means you have to come back and and reestablish the connection to repair. Mm-hmm. Um, and that um, I, I, just, I don't know if I can emphasize that enough because I don't want anybody to ever say, well, I don't want to take a break because then, you know, I feel abandoned or I feel left or I feel like that's unresolved. You still do like this couple. They still had to learn the next part. Exactly. And you do have to learn the next part. But, exactly. but but you cannot do meaningful relationship work while the car is careening out of control on the ice. Like you can't do right. it. Yeah. So,
1: but so I will say for people who say, great, Laura, thanks for sending us home with the referee with like the yellow flags. We pulled the Mm -hmm. yellow flag, we went, but then we never came back. And I said, that's totally fine because I haven't taught you how to come back. You don't have the Mm -hmm. confidence at this point that coming back actually means repair and connection. At this point, all we're doing is stopping you from doing more harm to one another Mm -hmm. by identifying when you need to stop, when you need to pause, when you need to self-soothe, And then the following weeks, we will go through the process of actually giving you confidence that you can come back to the conflict. It's not going to escalate the same way it did before. You're going to come to some kind of resolution and and you'll feel more connected because of that. So totally normal if you don't want to come back to the conflict because you haven't gotten there yet. You will.
0: Yeah. Well, and they came back to therapy. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, let's yeah. do that. Here we are. Um, yeah, But I, I don't know, dude, I think I was just thinking about like, I want people to be able to execute and maybe what, I mean, again, all your whole list is amazing, but okay. But what do you actually do? You know, if it's going to be intimate connection, you may need to actually begin to sleep naked on Wednesdays, huh? you know, okay. or if you're going to begin to repair or de-escalate, you may need to, do, do a little bit of a deeper dive on how to do a responsible break taking. Okay. And I think, I think I, I love talking about responsibility because it's, it's hidden right there in the world. You have an ability to respond response ability. And what is it going to be like? Don't, don't let it, don't let the gravity or the inertia or the energy or the alcohol take over mm-hmm. um, without a plan, a rip cord mm-hmm. or a yellow flag or some safe word that you have built into your relationship that you will consider sacred and that will keep you from doing the thing that is ultimately going to create more harm. Um, and then obviously, yes, let's learn how to come back together and re and reestablish that connection. But, um, I think early on, early on in any intervention process, that has to be a piece of the puzzle.
1: Okay. So tell me the way that, um, you know, Zach, I want to have sex more often. Cool. Wednesdays you sleep naked. Neato. I want to, Do I want to pull the ripcord more often? What is that thing that is going to, in each relationship, tap into creating that stack where it's like, this makes it that much easier?
0: Well, I think, again, part of what's cool about that, that yellow flag story is this couple had football really ingrained in their identity. And I think part of what you can do is take a good look at like, hey, who are we? You know who are we, and what's our what's going to be our thing? We have one. We have a safe word that we use sometimes, less and less now because we don't need it. But it was a parenting one, and it was just a restaurant near our house. It's called uh, Royal Unicorn. Oh yeah. So we'd say Royal Unicorn, and that changed behavior for our kids because they understood that to not respond in Royal Unicorn was to be corrected publicly. You know, and so. That was just the way we used that. And I think you know we've done an episode on coding before mm-hmm. like kind of encoding things or shortcutting shorthand kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I would say, you know, uh, take a good look right now at kind of what's our thing? What's the restaurant near our house, or what's our hobby that we share? or what's our mm-hmm. core memory that we evoke or what's the symbol that we like um that can help us kind of quickly go from whatever begins to feel like disruptive and dangerous mm-hmm. to really simply just truce calling. Yeah. You know,
1: I was thinking about, uh, I don't know if you have the ability to do this. I think you do actually. Um, I've been really kind of trying to figure out, I've had this smartwatch, um, for about Mm. three or four years now. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do most of the things. It tells time really, really well, which is great, but it also has the function to do a whole lot of other things. One thing that I can do is if I am training, to hit a specific heart rate, like let's say I'm going out for a Mm -hmm. run and I want to maintain like zone two heart rate, you can set it Mm -hmm. where it's going to let you know when you're getting out of or in. So Mm -hmm. it would be really interesting, let's just say, if you had the ability and you're going to all have to figure out how to do this on your smartwatches, is to set it where maybe it gives you a buzz or some indicator Mm -hmm. when you get to 100 beats per minute. That is going to be sort of physiologically for most people when you know your body is beginning to switch into fight or flight, it's registering yeah. that you, why are you smiling?
0: I want to tell you a story about a, a watch and a, and a, and a person we both know.
1: Okay. Um, Longest yeah. episode ever. Let's do it. I missed you so <laughs> well, much.
0: I mean, we can, we can, <laughs> no, we can, we can shut it down tell me, here, me. but but it's a great idea. Yours is a great idea. Oh, th- and Amazon's thank you. new, Amazon's new band, it's called the halo band. Um, <laughs> One of them has a feature that will, listen to your tone of voice and let you know if you're, if you're, you're escalated in a certain a way. You're a
1: little snarky.
0: I learned about this halo band from Elizabeth, who mm-hmm. we both know. Mm-hmm. And um, it has this feature on it about when your voice gets out. Of, and she was describing it to me. She's like, yeah, I had to turn that one off. I had to turn that off because it wasn't was it her own it was,
1: voice. It registered Yeah, It was yelling at me own? a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so I honestly, I use the whole
0: halo band except for the part about the voice thing. Cause I do not need a little machine telling me how to manage my tone. Yeah. Because <laughs> but I, maybe you
1: do. Most people yeah. I think want the halo band, but they want their partner to wear it. Cause they're like, see, I'm not the only one. And sure. you know, all of these technicians, they all, all the engineers and brilliant people. They also think that you're being snarky and rude right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. Cause we all know that engineers are the best at figuring out uh-huh, emotions you know, how how to manage, <laughs> re- emotionally regulate, you know? <laughs> okay so many engineers married to nurses or something Mm -hmm. it's the craziest Mm -hmm. thing
1: um let's land this plane it's been a while since i've said that but uh you're welcome for the longest episode i hope you all got a really great walk workout folding laundry or uh driving your vehicle today listening to 20 minutes of content
0: and merry christmas or
1: hanukkah or Or, happy holidays or all all the things happy
0: all the things happy all the things yeah yeah
1: thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Obviously, it's been a while since Zach and I have seen each other. We had a lot to catch up on. I did eventually remember the name of the book when I was talking about how my husband and I sit down in the morning and I kind of take this cognitive load and I just sort of lay it all out there. It comes from the book Fair Play. We've mentioned it on the podcast before. If you're feeling sort of like it's... Uh, imbalanced in your relationship, the loads that you are taking on, the, the roles that you have. Fair Play is an interesting book. Fair Warning, the penis owners, the males that I've given it to, to read, they just, it doesn't quite land the same way for them. Women, you're going to feel incredibly validated, but I do recommend that you read it. Thanks for all of your time and attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday.